Bill Weld, Trump Committed Treason, Execution The Only Penalty. Written by Luis Miguel. Tuesday, September, 24, 2019. Bill Weld, the former Massachusetts governor challenging President Trump in the Republican primary, suggested that the president should be executed for his controversial phone call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. President Trump has now acknowledged that in a single phone call, right after he suspended $250 million in military aid to Ukraine, he called up the president of Ukraine and pressed him eight times to investigate Joe Biden, who the president thinks is gonna be running against him. Talk about pressuring a foreign country to interfere with and control a U.S. election. It couldn't be clearer. And that's not just undermining democratic institutions. That is treason. It's treason, pure and simple. And the penalty for treason under the U.S. Code is death. That's the only penalty. Weld, who ran for vice president in 2016 on the Libertarian Party ticket, went on to mention impeachment and removal from office as a possible alternative to a criminal case. The penalty under the Constitution is removal from office and that might look like a pretty good alternative to the president if he can work out a plea deal, he said. However, Weld's claim that death is the only penalty for treason under the U.S. Code is false. According to 18 U.S. Code Section 2381, a person guilty of treason shall suffer death, or shall be imprisoned not less than five years and fined under this title but not less than $10,000, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. The Trump campaign reacted to Weld's statement. Communications director Tim Murtaugh told Fox News, the media's affliction with Trump derangement syndrome has driven them into an actual discussion of the proposed execution of the President of the United States. In severe cases of TDS such as this, immediate consultation with a physician is recommended. Weld, a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, was responding to a whistleblower complaint that claimed President Trump repeatedly tried to persuade Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to investigate the business dealings of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, in that country. The president has denied the allegations and said the Ukrainian government backs him up. Donald J. Trump now the fake news media says I pressured the Ukrainian president at least eight times during my telephone call with him. This supposedly comes from a so-called whistleblower who they say doesn't even have a first-hand account of what was said. More Democrat, crooked media con. The controversy has placed the spotlight on Hunter Biden, and by extension, former Vice President Joe Biden. In 2014, the younger Biden joined the board of Burisma, Ukraine's largest non-government-run natural gas company. The hiring took place just two months after the ousting of the country's Russia-friendly president. At the time, critics said it gave the appearance that Burisma, whose owner was an ally of the exiled president, sought to gain favor with the Obama administration. Two years later, Joe Biden threatened to withhold $1 billion in loan guarantees to Ukraine unless top prosecutor Viktor Shokin was fired. At the time, Shokin was leading an investigation into Burisma's owner. Biden bragged about pressuring Ukraine to fire Shokin during a Council on Foreign Relations panel. Ryan Saavedra. Joe Biden brags about how he threatened to pull $1 billion in loan guarantees from Ukraine if it didn't immediately fire Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. The prosecutor, who was fired, was leading a corruption investigation into a company that employed Biden's son, Hunter. As The New American previously noted, some members of the Obama administration were concerned when Hunter Biden took the position with Burisma. Adam Entis wrote at The New Yorker. 
Hunter's meeting with Lee and his relationship with BHR attracted little attention at the time, but some of Biden's advisers were worried that Hunter, by meeting with a business associate during his father's visit, would expose the vice president to criticism. The former senior White House aide told me that Hunter's behavior invited questions about whether he was leveraging access for his benefit, which just wasn't done in that White House. Optics really mattered, and that seemed to be cutting it pretty close, even if nothing nefarious was going on. When I asked members of Biden's staff whether they discussed their concerns with the vice president, several of them said that they had been too intimidated to do so. Everyone who works for him has been screamed at, a former advisor told me. Others said that they were wary of hurting his feelings. One business associate told me that Biden, during difficult conversations about his family, got deeply melancholy, which, to me, is more painful than if someone yelled and screamed at me. It's like you've hurt him terribly. That was always my fear, that I would be really touching a very fragile part of him, while Democrats such as House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff D. Califf, are using the Ukraine controversy to revive calls for impeachment, the story may have the secondary effect of hindering Biden's declining presidential prospects. Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.